This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you been thinking about maybe having your own podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor, they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple and many more. With Anchor, you can start to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership as well. It's truly everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all of the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to stay tuned after today's interview for Holla Back. That's my Q&A where I'm answering questions from my listeners, so be sure to stay tuned. My next guest, Sharon Feldstein, well, she's a trendsetter, let me tell you. She started in the 1970s in Hollywood working on the set of Taxi as the stylist, okay? Yeah, yeah, along the big bad boys. And she has been a Hollywood stylist for years. In the 90s, she created the global trend of sparkle cell phone covers. Truly, that was Sharon. She is also the creator of Expert Management Agency. She's a trend spotter. She's a teacher. And she's the co-founder of Mom's Charity, YourMomCares.org. Sharon has used her position as a celebrity mom, along with one of her best friends from childhood since 17, Patsy Noah, mother of Adam Levine, and Teria Joseph, mother of Alicia Keys, and Sharon Feldstein, mother of Jonah Hill and Beanie Feldstein, They really have come together using their power, and they are on a mission to help the most vulnerable, our children, by raising awareness and funding organizations focused on children's 
mental wellness and programs that are in action right now, helping our kids. I love you. Your heart is so big, Sharon, and you are always in mine. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Hi. You look great. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. So do you. Let's go back a little bit and talk about how did you make it in Hollywood? Guess what? I don't think I've actually made it in Hollywood, but okay, Heather, thank you. <laughs> Maybe after my podcast, I will have made it. Um, but um, soon we will have a podcast, Taria, Patsy, and I. Right. So I grew up in New York and I loved, loved, loved clothes. My father owned a chain of clothes that would, I guess, would be comparable to like Forever 21 now, that type of thing, kind of like junior y, you know, from the market. Yeah. Junior and, you know, not expensive, not very affordable clothes, but hip. So when I moved to California, there really wasn't now, California has so much fashion, but when I moved there, there was nothing. So I realized if I wanted to be in fashion, not like working in a store, I would either have to be a designer, which you are, I'm not, or I would have to be a costume designer, which I could do because that's yeah. more like a stylist. So that's how I started in television. And Taxi was my first show. Definitely a great show to be your first show. And I used to laugh because they used to pay me to read these scripts that made me laugh, 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 dress like five people, and then go on about my day. I'm like, this is Hollywood. I love it. This is how you make money here. This is great. Fast forward, I became very good friends with all my actor clients. I always, I think, Heather, you can attest this since you have been my client. I like having clients. I like having friends that I love and respect their work versus like, going on a show and then leaving and then going on. I like to connect with the people. And I think that if you, in this business, I'm on a, I'm on a tangent for a second, but Good. if you're a great, but I'm not, I'm saying, not saying I'm a great costume designer, but if you're a great costume designer, stylist, hair or makeup person. You kind of take your team with you. Mm-hmm. Like it has become very important. I think for, to really love your team because you spend so much time with them And not only do they have to be good at what they do, but you have to like them. You have to get along. You have to have some of the same values. So I think that's what was my kind of like sweet spot is that I could kind of get people to like me. (laughs) I could be charming. And I really love people. I love you back. So, you know, like I have your back. I love your back, right? Yes, totally. So that's how I got into um, Hollywood. But I think what really has actually made me like, if you want to use the word famous, I do not, but known is the Sparkle cell phone. Um, I think that's kind of what put me on the map. And that's like, when I say that every, like, I, I would, I don't want to just say female, but mostly female, like smiles or laughs. So like, I had a Sparkle cell phone. Yes. I did this. And you know, that like put me on the map, map as a trend person, which right. is how I got to expert managers, which is how I got to you. Isn't that so funny? Because like, as a person who I personally know, like you have style, like you ooze style, like you walk out Thank of the you. room and you, your personality is stylish. You know, your Sharon Feldstein is not like your average Joe. You know what I mean? You are extremely eclectic, very thoughtful in a hundred miles an hour all the time. And you're a trendsetter because you're inventive. Like you constantly come up with ideas all the time. Thank you. Like really you're an ideas person and there's probably 500 ideas you have a day and maybe you act on like one of them. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm going to do I that. I a hundred percent agree. I think that that's what... I mean, if you want me to segue into expert, into expert management, into your mom cares, I can. But what really puts us, makes us so different, well, let's start with that I'm the CEO. And to your point, like, I don't think like other people think. I don't, my brain doesn't even work that way. If I, like, if I had to have a nine to five job and do something the same way every day, I would be fired for sure because I couldn't do it. So your mom cares is um, uh, celebrity and influencer moms. 
banding together. And some of our moms are celebrities, example, Bahati. So um, banding together for kids' mental health and mental wellness. And we do, and I'll tell you about the programs later, but I want to get to that point to answer what you just said. Because I am the CEO, we do not fund stuff that's already been done. So I basically said to my team, like we all work together, and I, and I said, listen, we can fund something that like some really rich person, man or woman, funds, and we could put money, good money, into better money, shall we say, or we can find something that no one's ever done, a nonprofit that's very edgy, because, you know, you know so, and, and bet them, because our COO is a, is a lawyer, and she's very, she's the opposite of me, very thorough, and make sure we're on the right page, like legally, and that these people actually, you know, are vetted people with vetted ideas and present them to us. So we have two partners that are amazing, vetted to, you know, up the wazoo. I'll just segue into Children's Health Fund is, was founded by Paul Simon and Dr. Erwin Redliner and his wife, Karen, years ago. I mean, there are buses all over. You live in New York. Heather, you live where they are, like all uptown, downtown, everywhere. And they are mobile pediatric health units. But we wanted to make sure on every pediatric, like pediatrician's office, there was also a uh, social worker. So they dealt with mental health because these kids in, you know, um, lower income areas um, have insecurities and anxieties that maybe other kids who also have anxiety, but different anxieties. Right. So we started with that and I'm like, eh, no, that's great. But like, I think we could do better. Mm -hmm. So I kind of challenged them if they wanted more money mm -hmm. to give us something that no one's ever done. I'm like, what do I have to lose if I push them? And I said, look, the result will be I can get you more money. I'm the salesperson. Mm -hmm. If I can sell it because it's real and amazing and new, everybody wants new and everybody wants to move that needle a little bit. Right. They just do. They might not even know it, but yes. they do. Yes. So they came back to us with the most incredible program. They call it Rising Stars. And it's the first ever group therapy for homeless children on Skid Row in South L.A. Wow. And I, to the best of our knowledge, there is no group therapy for children, period, let alone homeless children. And it has been working magnificently. I'm like rambling, but do you want me to keep going? No, yes. Actually, I'm tearing up and I have chills. This is just amazing. It's such a simple idea. If you have a person, you have the kids, they're in need all over. And so we took it actually to the middle school. It was working so well. But this is what I say about, about Rising Stars. I say that every Wednesday night they meet. We give them one tool on Wednesday night. They always take a tool away in their, I'm using, imagine I'm using air quotes, in their mental health toolbox. So if it's one coping skill, they have that one skill if they have to go back out on the streets the next day or if they have to go to foster care, they've taken something with them. But what they've taken with them that is magical, Heather, and I don't use that word often, I don't think you've ever heard me use it, is that they have, other children that they can relate to that have the same problems or worse problems or similar problems so they are not alone. And for a child to be scared, anxious, depressed, lonely, food insecure, uh, whatever, and know that they're not the only child and not hear it, see it, see the other child. I can't like that like moves me so much because it's why AA works. It's why Weight Watchers works. It's why book clubs work. But children are not addressed like that. It's right. not soccer. Right. It's different. Right. We need to build community because that's what that is, right? That's, that's community right. for our children. 
And for every meeting, our children, they're all our children, right? Because our children are the most precious resource we have. And so if we're not paying attention to them, what the hell are we doing? And I I always say, I'm like, I wish I was the little old lady who lived in the shoe. Because, you know, like I would (laughs) take Ellen Jackson a second and never return them. Yes, exactly. No, but I get it. I get it. My kids love you, Sharon. And, And, you know, here's the thing is, is like what I think is most incredible about the work is the simplicity of it. And, yes. And nobody, Thank like, you. yeah, it's the simplicity of it. That's a smart observation, Heather. Yeah. For real. It is so simple. It's just so simple. And I think that what I think is so inspiring, we talk about our age, you're 65, I'm 50. And, you know, to the younger viewers out there, like you mentioned, you know, a millennial may never have a problem pushing somebody, right? We, we grew up in a different world, you and I as women, right? But if we can impart some wisdom on the youth as women, right? And as mistakes we've made, like Sharon wasn't always comfortable in her own, you know, exotic skin, right? She's, she's made No, her I was way. not. When no. I was growing up, everybody had straight hair. I had wild, yes. you know, curly hair. I had the big nose. I, I, I was not, I had a, a I'm, I'm shapely, you know, yeah. I'm not like curvy. Yeah. So I, um, no, I was definitely not comfortable in my own skin. You know what? My dad taught me because my sister and mother were quite beautiful. And my dad always said to me, like, you know, you're so smart. You're so funny. You're so this, you're so that. I mean, he never said I wasn't attractive right. or I wasn't, was attractive, but he had me build on my Positives. other qualities. When I was younger, I was like, wait, so I'm smart and I'm funny. Like I can do a lot with that. Yeah. And then when like, when I was in my twenties and like big hair came in, green eyes and a big nose, like share, I was like, wait, so like I could like actually just not need that and just still stay with smart and funny. And I'm like, it's such a gift. I mean, I teach kids at FIT, you know that. Yes. I do a master class at Fashion Institute. And honestly, it started with styling and costume design and breaking down a script. And then it was like, you know, uh, what you wear to the Oscars. Cause mm-hmm. I had the, you know, the good fortune of having Jonah take me twice. So sweet. And it was my dream and it was, yes, he made I it come remember. true. I mean, all the clothes, but, but honestly, what I really end up teaching is my class is basically called just show up. And it's really about life. It's what really works in life mm-hmm. and what doesn't work in life. And I have, and I have been through a lot and I am old, not old. I don't think I'm old chronologically. I'm, you know, 50 years older than they are or 45 years older. So, and they can, I think that that inspires them in in itself is that if you have a passion like I do, you know, you're not really bored and you're not stuck in your chronological age. Right. Well, because you're not old, you're a classic. And that's really true because if we don't have history, right? We, I think, I, I actually think I'm juvenile, but not a classic, but okay. No, but if you think about it in terms of two things I want to go back to is the first thing is, is that no matter if we're a millennial, Gen X, Gen Y, baby boomer, we all face fear. And so that's what it's about. It's like to have the brevity to come out of your shell, whether it's something that you want to do, you know, you have to do, you're uncomfortable doing, like we all face fear. And the fear is what can literally snowball us and catapult us into terrible, you know, places. When I got my job as a costume designer, I don't know how to be a costume designer. I never knew how to be a costume designer. If fear overtook my desire to, of the passion and excitement of the job I was offered, yeah. I, I would have gone nowhere with my careers. Right. I mean, you know, I've had like four or five yes. successful careers. Yes. And I just had to say like, it will be okay. And if it isn't, you'll get fired. But if you don't do it, you'll never be able to know if you could and That's how right. great it could be. I wanted to talk about 
you know, what was our experiences when we were kids, like, you know, having to stand up in front of the class, like now it's just, it's just blown up or go for an addition into this social media where it's literally keeping up with the Joneses. It's not just the covers of magazines anymore. It's all of these, right. you know, influences. And I am concerned about it for my own kids. Thank God they're at the cusp of, you know, old when it comes to social media. You know what I mean? It didn't exist when they, they were first learning on iPads, but we were not as far as we are compared right. to a child born now, right? So right. let's talk about that a little bit. Well, child born now, we can't even talk about because it's, it's going to depend what's happening in this world. I am fearful. Right. Okay. Our other big project is UPMC, which is University of Pittsburgh Medical Center for Children. And we funded, this is the first ever, and it was a half a million dollar donation that we made, which was a lot, a lot. And it's a digital behavioral health technology, which is a fancy word for an app. But let me tell you why it's important about what you're saying. Yeah. It diagnoses kids with anxiety and depression. So anxiety becomes depression, not always. Depression can lead to suicidal or violent thoughts. So if you stop with anxiety, if you start with anxiety and deal with it, or maybe some kid is already depressed, you start with depression and you deal with it, then it kind of subsides. The difference between this is an app and an app is that it's prescribed by, the, by a pediatrician. So that has never been done. You go for your well child checkup mm -hmm. and if let's, I'm making this up. I'll use a name, Sally. Sally appears anxious. The doctor will write a prescription. She will don't download the app for free. We have 500 kids in the pilot program. It has proven to be 60% successful with depression, 70% with anxiety. So it's already, it's like groundbreaking in treating these kids just by playing with this app, with the algorithm. It gets hooked up to a real person, mm -hmm. a coach. And if the mental health coach sees any signs, they immediately go to a psychiatrist. And then obviously if it's you know something horrible, it's 911, but it stops it before it gets to that point. And they'll see if they're using it and how they're using it and where they, are they anxious at school? Are they anxious with their parents? Like where are they anxious when they're doing social media? Yeah. To your point. But so, and like the phones, the apps, all that stuff can really help, especially in this day of telemedicine, telepsychiatry. So our app, you know, which has proven to be successful. We're hoping that every every pediatrician's office will be able to write this prescription. It will be covered by insurance and these kids can get the help they need. Because like, to your point, when you asked me about kids' mental health, we think mental health is not mental health. It's health. Yes. Your brain is in your body. Yes. It's an organ. It's like, it's like saying, hey, you started heart health. No, right. we're not starting heart health. In a child, it's all health. It's it's in an adult as well, but yeah. the child is growing, yeah. so they have to be taught certain things and and monitored, just like you do height, weight, you know, blah blah blah. They have to say how are you. Well, of they have course. To. Okay, so this is changing across all the field of medicine. In my opinion, is is that doctors, you know, are starting to ask patients, well, how are you feeling? How are things at home? What did you eat? Right, what that's you know, changing let's now. Talk right. about your diet, right? What do you eat on an everyday basis? You know, do you exercise? What do you do for self care? So what you're saying is, instead of a kid that may be suffering from anxiety, instead of leaving a pediatrician's office with Xanax or a prescription for a benzodiazepine, we're saying that there are other ways to attack anxiety issues and mental health issues. And you have a, a test pilot program. You said with an app where you can start to do things on this app. But it's an app that's hooked up to a person. It's not an app you can download in the app store. It has to be. It must be prescribed. Exactly. So that's amazing.
You guys ever wake up some mornings when you just are feeling like ready to pull the covers back over your head and lay back down and get some more Z's? Well, no judgment, of course. But wouldn't it be great if it's because having the most comfortable sheets was the reason why you wanted to pull those sheets over your head? Well, if you don't love your sheets, I'm going to share with you my favorite sleep secret, and that's Brooklinen. They have you covered. It was started by Rich and Vicky. They tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklinen. It's really the first direct-to-consumer bedding company that I ever saw. And it has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and your specific tastes. I mean, Brooklinen is so confident you love their products. They offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Well, they'll never get my sheets back. In fact, one set isn't enough. I oftentimes wash them and wait for them to wash and dry to put them right back on my bed instead of switching them out with another set. If you have people on your list who are hard to please, head to brooklinen.com and check out their entire selection of bedding, towels, loungewear, and even more. So... Brooke Linen is partnering with me and you can go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code in my heart to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. So that's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And just enter the promo code in my heart for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and start getting the best night's sleep that you can right now on the best sheets you can get your hands on. I love them. Don't sleep on it. When we're thinking about mental wellness, as you say, and yes, your brain is a part of your body and anxiety starts in your stomach, okay? And so if we're inflamed and we're nervous, we're just a mess, you know, we're a basket of nerves and all these things fire off in our nervous system and our insulin levels and all of these things happen physically to your body. So if we can educate a child just simply that what you're feeling is a normal feeling. This happens. You know what I mean? We have different levels of moms. So for anyone listening out there, we welcome every mom. Anyone that wants to be part of it, you could be a dad and be a part of it. But we have um, core moms, which are celebrity and influencer moms that, you know, we just, we're so thrilled that we've gotten a couple of new moms. They will be released on your mom. You follow us at Your Mom Cares. We, all these moms are coming towards us and with they're, they're really trying to help us and you know, everybody has mental health in their family, even if it's just a little anxiety, a little depression. It doesn't mean you have a diagnosis Mm-mm. or, you know, it doesn't mean you're bipolar, which we do address as well. Sure. But uh, um, so we we um, we want we have different levels of moms. So met, um, a core mom helped us found there, there are some of the uh, influencers and celebrity moms and our founders, their core moms, mega moms is uh, a person that really wants to work hard for us, get involved. But then we have expert moms. Because, you know, I go back to my sweet spot of expert management. Yes. Because the truth of the matter is, I should not be telling you anything about mental health. My experts should be telling you. My whole business was based on that. Mm -hmm. So why would I ever change it? It's the right thing to do. So we have incredible moms. So we have uh, chefs. We have mental health professionals. We have teachers, psychiatrists, psychologists. Uh, yoga instructors, self-care instructors, uh, nutritionists. So our expert moms give out the advice. And if you, if you honestly, if you follow us, we have very informative videos. We have IG lives. We have questions and answers that moms can come and say like, 
what should I do about this? What should I do about this? All right. So let me stop you because I love this. So what's happening? So with at your mom cares, the one thing that I want to round out, because there's so much information and it's a relatively new organization. So at your mom cares is raising funds that go directly to the, to the children. Okay. Resources directly. This is not third party fundraising. Okay. So one of the ways you can get involved right now is you can skip your Starbucks coffee and you can go and you can go to your, at your mom cares and you can donate. It doesn't have to be tens of thousands of dollars. Literally, you can skip one of your favorite things this week and send the money to at your mom cares. Okay. So second, there are new programs Sharon's talking about that are in process as we speak. So when right. you go to at your mom cares to like, if you wanted to yes. ask questions, where, where would these tabs live? You could go to your mom, you could go to our website, but honestly, you can email us at moms at your mom We answer every email. Okay. So even better. Any questions, we send it to the experts. We don't personally answer, but, but I also want to say we have partnerships. Like if, you know, let me tell you when I get interviewed, no matter when I get interviewed, I insist on saying this one thing. I challenge every influencer out there, every single one of you, you don't, doesn't have to be your mom cares. It doesn't have to be kids, mental health. Although I hope it is to pick a charity or nonprofit that's near and dear to your heart. Heather has her own. I know she does. So near and dear to your heart and use your influence for good. It's a superpower and it's not going to last forever and nothing lasts forever. So use it while you have it. Use it for good. If you save one child, one person, and it's not through my organization, I'm still grateful that you listened and you did that. Yes. And I would, I would be so happy if you did that because it's not, it's, it's genuinely how I feel. And we have amazing partnerships. Can I just throw out some brands? Like if you buy Polka Dot England, if you buy Lingua Franca, Skin Fix, Donald Robertson, Muse, um, Amanda SLT, you know, that exercise yes. in New York. These are our partners. These are our mega moms. And they, they are selling merchandise or, or items or skincare, but they're also giving back. So if you're in a business where you can afford even a small amount to give back, it's like the right thing to do and we will promote you. Yes. If you get back to us, we will help to promote you. Yeah. We'd love to. If you have not yet already, the time is now to stand for something. Whether you're a business owner, whether you're an influencer, whether you're just somebody who enjoys social media and sees something that pulls your heartstrings or speaks to you or you feel like, boy, I really want to lean into that, do it. Just do it. Yep. I say to every business that I consult on, any business that I've started and owned and run, if you don't have a cause, don't even show up at the table because you got nothing right. to stand for. So I have always believed in that. And one of the things I love about you, Sharon, and why you're one of my dearest friends and I wanted you to be on this show is because I love who you have become as a person because your wisdom, your years of experience, the uncomfortableness, you know, being someone different than like the norm, all of these things, you glow in it. You glow in your individuality. You are the first one that, to say, my mind doesn't think like that. And what did you do? Because you could recognize who you are as a person, you use it as your power. You know what you can do and what you can't do. You know what's going to be a good, inspiring setting for you and what's not, you know? And if we can just get a little bit in touch with ourselves and really reflect on self a little bit and not the fishbowl of social media and not trying to keep up with the Joneses, but really understanding yourself as a person. That's one of the things that you stand for, for me and why I feel like you're the right person to get out in front of your mom cares. You know what I mean? Because you've got Thank this you. great 
amazing passion to do good. And you understand that the world is not, you know, perfect and it's quirky. If you do nice things, even just if you help someone open the door or buy someone a coffee, like it's nice. Yeah. It's not, it's not a hardship. It's actually the opposite. Yes. You know, people just have to, they have to put it in their mind. Yes. They have to be aware. They can't, they can't like, they have to be aware of what other people are going through yeah. or, or so don't just look on social media at all those great posts, but I will say I'm human and I can look at something and I won't say what and say like, Oh, like my heart is like, honestly, if Heather posted in my front yard today in the Berkshires, I'd be jealous that I wasn't there. That's what I, that's an easier example than yeah. giving a more extreme one. So think of children seeing these famous, cool, whatever kids doing all these great things. And they're not, they don't even know where their next meal is coming yes. from. Like, how does that affect them? It is impossible for it not to affect them because if they're seeing it, their brain has registered it. I'm not a doctor, my perception of this, because I it happens with me. And you can't help but think, oh, I wish I was with Heather right now in the Berkshires, like, but I'm not. Right. But and I'm not at all complaining. I'm so lucky and so grateful to be where I am and you know, not have to worry about many things. But kids they don't have that ability. Their brains aren't fully developed. I'm repeating what doctors have told yeah. me. And they see things on social media and we have to be so careful yeah. as influencers also what you put up. You have to be careful. You can't just keep unpacking these boxes and you know, walking around modeling clothes and you know, having, it's just, it's like not fair almost. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know people don't have to follow you, but it's not well, I think it's not fair if someone stumbles upon you. No, I think like the purging, you know what I mean, of the self selfishness and this the me 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 on on social media is it's going to happen. I think that right. You know, I really do think that it was going to settle. Like to me, I always use the pendulum as my example. And you know, right, right. now the pendulum's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like right. it's totally out of control. And you right. know, so it's way far right and it's way far left and we're just trying to find our way back to center. And right now, you know, the universe is purging in some way and you know, the silver lining in that is I think really taking some time with ourselves. Right. If you follow my feed, you'll see that I have been quiet, really. I haven't been that right. active on social media because I'm not so inclined. And that's really the truth. And I'm very authentic when it comes to my social media and my feed. What I post, I post it from my heart. And so if I didn't have anything uh, either educational or inspirational to say to clear up confusion or to help somebody get through the day, I just am not saying anything because I'm dealing with things in my own corner of, of life. I was going to say, like, what are you going to say? You're going to talk about you're with your kids. You're, yes. you know, living, you're going day to day, right. surviving right. And, like everybody else. But for me, see, I do like it. I, I find it very joyful yes. to be on social yes. media. And I do like to, you know, if I'm proud of my kids or something, my friends, you, like yes. I, I will be posting you because I'm proud that you had me on mm -hmm. your podcast mm -hmm. and you were like one of my kids like back in the day. I, this is a happy medium. Look, that's a perfect example though, that we are two different people. And right now we're finding a resource differently and there's no rule, right? Like there's no rule that I have to post every day and there's no rule that, no. you know, that you don't have to. And I think that that's the one thing is, is that you don't have to keep up with the Joneses on social media. Can I give a couple of pieces of my personal yeah. advice? Okay. One is, this is very important. Do not pretend you do not do not pretend you know something when you don't. Mm -hmm. 
if I don't know the definition of a word that Heather used in this podcast, I would have actually stopped her during the podcast and said, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. Or I don't know what you mean by that. Mm -hmm. Because A, you're not really fooling anyone. You're not learning. And worse than all that, it can come back to bite you if you think it means something or pretend to know it. It can come back. It will not, it will not be good for you. Trust me, ask. Politely asking about something you do not know. I've done it on Zoom meetings with 100 different yes. people, CEOs, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. It makes you look smart, yep. not stupid. That's right. I promise you that. Yep. Second is just show up. You can't, you can't say, I don't feel well. I mean, if you don't feel well, fine, but I try to push through it. You know that you do too, Heather. Like you had to show up to work when you were being filmed all the time. If I believe in just show up, there's, you have no idea who's going to be there. You have no idea who you're going to meet. And if you are not, if you can't show up physically, you can show up emotionally or mentally, but showing up to life means you're engaged in life. And I know people are sedentary and some people like to be alone and, or they're depressed, in which case we're, you know, we'd love you to reach out and we would try to give you a resource. But if you uh, show up, chances are something good will come out of it, not something bad. Yeah. So I, I like the, just show up is like my sweatshirt that I like to wear. And um, because I said so, it's just because I'm annoying. I will segue into the kids for a second. My nickname from my children is Lord Annoying. And my joke was that, is that I love a title. I don't care if it's annoying. At least I'm royalty. <laughs> and that's like my joke. That's how I always say everything. My kids that. call me Lord Annoying. LA. Uh-huh. Well, you definitely know how to make lemonade out of lemons. That's for sure. Because you have a great outlook on life and she doesn't, she has a bit of an armor uh, or Teflon or the, the, you know, like a duck's back after, you know, living her life, you know, 65 wonderful years of life. Like Sharon's got a lot of wisdom and, you know, listen, when I need to know something and I'm confused about something, like she's literally would be the, one of the first people I call. And I want to talk to you about that. Like the moms of the people that I worked for. So, you know, like my, my celebrity moms, like you and Mama Combs and, you know, Lupe Lopez and Tina Knowles, the wisdom that I have been so unbelievably blessed and lucky to receive from you women, from women like you that have struggled, that have beat the odds, that have gone through life, you know, not easy, not everything handed to them on a silver platter, like really took life by the horns and made it to this place where A, you give back, most important, okay, B, you're genuinely happy people. I would say that I have not struggled. I grew up kind of with, you know, with kind of privilege, but what I have done and I, I, I would say it's the greatest gift ever given to me was to be asked to be on the board of a pediatric cancer and AIDS charity when I was 27, a music industry charity called um, the Bogart Foundation, which is TJ Martell in, on the East Coast. And being involved in a cancer and AIDS charity at 27 years old and being in charge of the children in the hospital and the visits and having boots on the ground completely changed my life. I've always been, I think, charitable, generous. That's how my parents brought me up to give back. But I will say that that completely changed. It was like breath to me. I could not breathe while these children were suffering and dying of cancer and AIDS without figuring out a way to make them happy and give back. My job then was to get celebrities to come visit them. I made up my own job and have all their famous fun friends come and make parties. It completely changed my life. Not, I've always loved kids. I fell madly in love with kids. I don't want them to suffer. That has been, that it is, it is part of who I am. And so your mom cares was a gift to me 
because I will say that having spent my youth begging famous people to do things for me, to be able to have this superpower and give a voice to what we're doing through our children's accomplishments and have their accomplishments do good in the world in a bigger way is is a gift. That's amazing. Well, I am so, so happy that you came on. You're going to come back on. I want to bring some experts from Your Mom Cares on. This is such an incredible charity. It's based on such a, well, I would say non-for-profit. It's based on such a simple, but so such an overlooked eyeball on our kids and on how they feel. I am so happy. Thank you so much, Sharon, for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me, yes. Heather. You've grown up so nicely. Oh my God. So let, let me know. <laughs> thank you, mommy. Please, before we go, let them know where they can find you again, our viewers and listeners. Okay. So you could follow us at Your Mom Cares. You could follow me at Sharon Feldstein because I'll lead you back to Your Mom Cares. And it's yourmomcares.org. All right. Thanks so much. Welcome to Hollaback. This is the part of my podcast where I answer all of your questions. My first question today is from Rachel Rose Jerome at R-A-C-H-R-O-S-E-J. Rachel asks, would love your business advice for getting ahead in your career. You're such a badass. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rachel. I, I, I bet you're a badass too. And I, I gotta tell you, the most important thing I have to say in terms of business advice that I've given for getting ahead in your career is showing up, is showing up prepared, showing up eager to listen and learn, showing up not to prove to everybody else how great you are, right? Or how much you know, but actually showing up to lend equity into a team, right? So we're only as good as the people around us in, in, in essence, when you know, you're on a team you're on a project together, you're building something together. So I think that finding out who the players are alongside of you, taking some time to listen, right? That's how you get ahead in business is you, you listen to people and you go through projects with integrity, with 100% dedication, with loyalty to the project. And you're not afraid to ask questions and you're not out there to be a know-it-all. You know, you lend your advice when you have the advice to give. You listen to what other people's experiences are and you lean into a cause and you show up happy because everybody has their baggage. Everybody is pulling up into the, you know, parking lot with some, you know, junk in the trunk, so to speak. But when we show up to work, I think it's important that we show up ready to go for that particular cause, okay? We have to leave what's going on behind. And I know that's easier said than done. We can't always do that. And that's why we make sure we have supportive people around us so that we're honest. Like, hey, I tried to show up today, but I've got a lot going on and I need a personal day. I think that we should all be uh, able to be transparent and translucent about that. So I encourage you to find environments that, that have that like thinking. But yeah, so that's how you get ahead in business. Be you, do you, and show up as you, someone who's caring, someone that has empathy, someone that has uh, ability to listen, and then take the project or the job or whatever it may be, that career to the next level. Thank you so much for asking. Love you all, and be sure to follow along at I Am Heather T and send me any questions. Don't forget to subscribe and download wherever you stream your podcast, and join us next week for another episode.